back to Inside the Huddle, sponsored by Advanced Medical Imaging. Here is your host, Jay Foreman. We are back. Second segment here inside the huddle. Jay Foreman again brought to you by Advanced Medical Imaging located at 7601 Pioneers Boulevard. All types of treatments will give you a, a really clear game plan, which obviously, you know, we, we're going to talk about recruiting. The game plan is clear. One thing that I liked about uh, Advanced Medical Imaging, it gives you options for pain management and try to re- re- or it doesn't try. It does replace the opioids and uh, pain medications that often carry dangerous and uncomfortable side effects you know and um you know when you uh for me when you know i always say this when you get done playing your body does it's, it's crazy your body my body hurt more after the second year that i was done playing than i than it did well than it did while i was playing i think your body just like kind of changes right and then as you get older mm-hmm. you know the things that you know you're like oh you know that's a little you know that's something i kind of battle through when I was playing, it was like, oh no, it just magnifies to the tenfold, <laughs> and it's hard. And it's hard to find um, people that will help you um, without just trying to fill you with opioids, opioids and yeah. drugs and stuff like that. And there's one thing to do it right, and, I and there is a need for it within reason. But you've seen a lot of, especially athletes, that uh, sometimes can go down the wrong path, and that's what's re- really like. Uh, was a fear of mine. I'm not a big, I'm not big into the, any of that type of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it's because, um, you know, remember when Brett Favre, remember where he had his deal yep. and that, and, was, and it, even a little bit of stuff down there with the New Orleans Saints where it could, you know, you're doing it for the right reasons, you know, trying to alleviate some pain. Mm-hmm. But if it, if you start to like it too much, then you could end up in places you don't want to. So I always try to avoid that. And so, but also, sometimes you go to some places and they don't tell you about the after effects or what you know your body can do to your body long term, and so, um, you know, was lucky enough to go in there, um, and really to be honest with you, uh, Harrison, I felt like yeah, you know, I was desperate, you know, it was like, uh, and still, you know, they they've cut the edge off, you know, but I was hurting, you know, and you know, in your ankles and knees, and I got some really you know long term back and neck issues. Uh, they just kind of took a step back and let's say, Hey, let's just try to put a game plan together. One, two, three, four, five, and let's try to attack one and two before we try to do four and five or three, four and five. So I really appreciate it. Um, and, uh, for anybody that needs it, they go and give you an honest, um, opinion and give you multiple options and then work with you along with this options, even if it's not directly with them and which is really good. And they have a band of, I guess people that they work with as well. So they have mm-hmm. good places to, to go. Cause one thing is to give you an answer or answers. And then you walk out of there like, now nah, I got more work to do. They do more <laughs> work. So I appreciate that. But you know, speaking of a lot of work, uh, you gotta give it, you know, as far as in-state recruiting, I was just asked about this. What's, what's the change? Now, granted, I, I will say this, and this is, this is an honest to God truth. Um, and this is not, this is just being bluntly honest. Every year, when you get a new coaching staff, there's always an uptick in recruiting, always, because it's new. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to come in with their ideas, whether it's in, and most likely, it's always going to be somewhat of the exact opposite what that was before. <laughs> yeah. Because when you get a job, I, at least we're going to get a you know a landscape of okay, what did Harrison do well as a coach or a staff? All right. Well, I'm gonna make sure I don't do that. That when they all the stuff they didn't do well. Mm-hmm. What's the, I guess what's the, 
overall assumption, right? Or what's the you know the negative on them? And, the, and when you're attacking recruiting, then you go and try to do it uh, differently or find a different way to do it that's more effective, or just do it your way, right? And there's always an up, uh, always an uptick. But I will say this: um, I think it was a huge um, black eye and negative, even at times with Bo even though that he recruited some players, I felt like, and I love Bo, you mm-hmm. know, and not love, I, I like Bo or whatever. Um, his abrasive attitude never did anything to me because I was like, I'd come right back at him, you know. <laughs> um, but I, I felt like he, he did a, he, you know, I think as time goes on, he's one of the better coaches in Nebraska history. Not not up there with Osborne, Devaney, and Solich. But, but as know, of late, yeah. For it, sure. It, as, as of late and all time. He will, yeah. he's okay. might be number four, to be honest. Or, wait, yeah, number four. And that's not a bad place to be at a historic university. No. Osborne, Devaney, Solich, Bo. Straight up. No question asked. Yeah. Um, I always felt like they slow played in-state guys, right? And what I mean by that slow playing is this. is I, I see Harrison. Mm-hmm. Um, again, his biggest miss probably was Harrison Phillips. Other one is probably Drew Rott. We'll get into that when we talk about Carter Nelson. Mm-hmm. Eight-man foot. I saw Drew Rott. I was out there. I was out in the middle of nowhere doing a – like a speech you know and this dude this dude came up and i never forget he came up to me he's a bigger guy he had overalls on you know just seemed you know i guarantee you he had some cow doo-doo on it i mean you know i mean you know where it's like it's just part of his boots you know what i mean it didn't it wasn't mud you know what i mean so he came and he said hey he's like hey listen i mean they talked about drew ott out there like he was the jolly green giant it was like the uh what is that the, that everybody would say they see every the, the, the up there in like Washington? Oh, uh, Bigfoot, like Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, he can't be this good. Yeah, I mean, come <laughs> on, right? You know, and Cam Jurgens was like that, but he's in Beatrice, you yeah. know, so I could, you know, see it. Russ Hookstein, my yeah. hometown, right? Small, small school. Right. I guess it was Class B at the time, but still. right. But this, but Drew Rock was eight man. I went and saw him, and the first thing I was like, holy, you know what, and. No, I've seen Nebraska then offer him. Mm-hmm. Again, that's an example of slow playing. Slow playing is like I see Harrison. If, say, I'm slow playing or thinking I'm – as I see you, I my eyes are telling me that you're a Nebraska player. But what I'm going to do is just hold that offer and hold that offer and hold that offer. You're thinking like no one else is going to see me on the radar no, yet? No, 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 no. Yeah, no, well, no, but see, here's the way it goes. is If I don't offer you as the home school, right. that hurts your recruiting. So then, therefore, okay. I kind of always got you in my back left pocket. See, I got the guys that I'm offering right sight unseen or right away. Mm-hmm. I'm down in Texas or Ohio, like where everybody, every coach has their, like – They got their pockets. Pod, pockets. pockets yeah. And that's where you're from. You know mm-hmm. those players. You believe in them, and you've had success with them. I see you in Ohio, same player. Harrison in, in you know, Omaha. Harrison in Madison, Ohio. I'm offering you as soon as I see you because I, maybe I feel like, okay, other schools going to offer you, but I got to make sure I offer you. Well, you in in Nebraska, I, I'm just going to hold this offer here, hold it. Well, that's affecting Kansas State, Iowa, Iowa State, Minnesota, anybody else that if I offered you would come in and just offer you just because, especially. Right. And then if we're in the Big 12, those local schools like Kansas State, Iowa State, Missouri at the time – Maybe Oklahoma State, Oklahoma, you know, if you, you know, fit some scripts or whatever, mm-hmm. they don't offer you. So now I got, you know, a little, now you got to work twice as hard. Well, at that point in time, seven on seven, 
and satellite camps and all that stuff really wasn't at Paramount. Social media wasn't as big. So for you to grow your brand or you to really get out there, I, in a lot of ways, controlled your destiny and I slow played you, right? Now, I'm still, when you're calling or your high school coach, I might be giving you still a conversation, right. but I'm not pulling the trigger. That's slow playing. What that does is that leads that leaves bad taste in the mouth of that particular player, that particular part of the state, which the Metro is, had, you know, and then, mm-hmm. then you do that two, three, four times, right? Then you think, okay, the biggest one, Harrison Phillips, they was like, oh, we don't know where he fits. Well, you didn't see that he was, you know, one of the best wrestlers of all time. So his weight wasn't going to be ideally what you think is because he's wrestling. But when you saw him play, you saw a dude that was, you know, kicking ass, right? Mm-hmm. And then on then he goes to Stanford. Well, at that time, David Shaw and Stanford was a little bit higher. Stanford came here and got the toughest guy in the state. That's what David Shaw is always looking for. for a tough got him. Harrison Phillips is still playing in the NFL, right? That's a big miss. Is and it was based off slow playing and not just taking the best football player, right? Mm-hmm. Well, then you look at, I think, um, one of Cluster Johnson's uh, sons, I think it, uh, his oldest one, was the state player, the Gatorade player of the year. Extreme, he was dominant when he played. His oldest son that went to end up going to Wyoming and played with Josh Allen. I know that for a fact. I'm just not sure what staff it was. He didn't get offered by Nebraska, right? So when, just imagine if we're going up, right? And uh, and it was it, right, Cade Johnson. That's Cade, I was Cade. just trying to find the name. It was Cade, yeah. right? So imagine that Cade's a senior. You're his younger brothers. Obviously, you're in the house. But mm-hmm. then imagine that if you're Cade, you're in Bellevue, or you're in Omaha South, or you're just in the metro. All those kids know each other, right? And you see how good he is, and he's the Gatorade Player of the Year. So he's legit now. It's not like he's from ten, you know way out there in Ogallala and nobody had never seen him. He's the best player in the state yeah. at receiver. Nebraska doesn't offer him. That leaves a bad taste in the class behind him, behind that, the coaches, the coaching staff, all around the Metro. Then it'll come trickle down to Lincoln, right? Because I'm sure the same thing happened here. So you talk about that, and then you do it again. Then Riley, I talked about it um, on Old School with DP when I when I had I called Mike Riley. Didn't even know him. I, or Bo, I was like – this dude right here is going to be a first round pick, man. I've seen it. I've seen this before. <laughs> okay. And it doesn't, it, it doesn't happen all the time. I've seen it before. I've seen it when Andre Johnson walked right through the door or right through the practice field. Yeah. That dude's legit. Okay. Andre will be a hall of famer. Mm-hmm. Not saying no offense, but I know. Okay. Some first rounders you see like, yeah, he's, he's fake first rounder. First rounder. When I saw no, offense, I said it. And I said it when I was on 1620 zone with Damon Benny, I said, listen, I saw him play two games, and I heard about him. I saw him play basketball, and he was essentially running pass routes out there and dunking <laughs> on everybody. And he was a legit – because I stood next to him. He's a legit 6'5", at that time 225, 230, big old wide shoulders, long arms, and could. It was the fastest guy on the court, and he was the biggest guy on the court. And he was tough. Mm-hmm. By that – and then he goes to Iowa, and the rest is history, right? Um, so I think that was Riley and staff. And then and – then, with Scott and those staff is a little different. They had a huge uptick in recruiting in general. Their big thing was like Florida and stuff like that. Yep. The Ryan Hell did a really good job with the JUCOs and trying to get, um, you know, some guys that maybe, you know, like with Maurice Washington and um, Omar and those type of guys. 
little bit more boom and bust, but had to you know try to bring an uptick in right in 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 the eye test. Some of the some of the I guess staff or some of the uh, the way it was opposed that Daniel Kalen or like somebody that was of that level, the first thing they would say to him. Now, mind you, we've been losing. Okay, you, you get for decade mm-hmm. we've been getting our butt kicked right haven't gotten been to a bowl game since it, bowl games went down to play tennessee and Derek barnett went down the whole line and, and i mean i think nick gates was talking about it. he had nightmares about it and then even when bowl was here we were getting destroyed in big games so it's yeah. been some time but the last i've seen like they were asking a lot of guys to walk on see like when i was there and this isn't about the 90s or anything like that. It was like when you're winning national championships, kids would understand to walk on. Kids would actually probably play their whole high school career with the with the mindset to come in and walk on. Yeah, and you trust it. the development. Right. You see it. I mean, the Joel McAvickas, um, all, all those guys, the Matt Hoskinsons, all these guys that came in and walked on and ended up being great players, mm-hmm. Brian Shaw and all these. You know, I mean, that's just the way it was, right? Well, times have changed. And so if you don't have a clear – reality of who you are then you can kind of have that not so good um cachet out there but i think it's you know you know matt rule at least on the surface right now they've only been they haven't been here a year yeah so you know you can't like we're not gonna let's not anoint them as the uh, recruiting gurus of of the world and we're overtaking georgia and alabama but they've came in and created some excitement and also if held strong into what they do yeah. what they've they, been doing what they're saying yeah. that's that's for sure and they've been working mm-hmm. and um but they also feel confident enough about their ability to go re- recruit, obviously, Texas and have an eye for talent, unique talent. Obviously, they like track speed and all that because a lot of the – Yeah, it, Braylon Prude, 6'5", track m- athlete. Multi-sport athletes, right? You know, obviously tracking that. And um, so even though they, they're offering you, you they're not going to allow you to pimp them. So it goes both ways. And you only can do that if you're confident in what you're doing and have a – and what I mean by confident in what you're doing is you know what you're looking for. And we're offering you, and you have confidence that we're going to give you a, a good opportunity there. Um, and so that's where you see like three in-state recruits. You know, Kalen um, Hall and McMorris is really good, so you get some continuity there. Um, obviously, two well uh, thought of uh, receivers for quite some time. Two different types of receivers, so therefore, you know, you're, you're kind of, you know, greasing the wheel on both ends. And then, um, you know, and then when you think about what they have just from their 2024 commits, right? And you break it down by state, five of them for, are from Nebraska, five mm-hmm. from Texas. So, look, that that's their, like, Texas, and hopefully they're making Texas and Nebraska their, like, uh, you know, stomping grounds, obviously, Nebraska first. But then, uh, you know, there's four receivers, you know, right now where they're at and four offensive linemen, right? Two linebackers, mm-hmm. two DBs and special teams, and obviously one quarterback. And so I like that. And you got a little bit of uh, – you look at Davin Hall, McMorris, Kalen, you kind of know what you get there. Um, and then you got, uh, and then you got Ashton Murphy, who's a developmental guy. He needs to get a little, obviously bigger. And, and then you got Donovan Jones, who's just coming on the scene as a six one one eighty five, probably most likely to be a safety, right? Yep, just recruited as just, an athlete. Just, yeah. <laughs> but you can see the size of legit six one one eighty five. He can get up to, you know, 95, 200. Uh, you, you like that. They even threw a punter in there, you know, obviously. And then you could even say that Kansas in Cedar Falls, Iowa is right there. Um, the big to get also is Landon Davidson this week. Mm-hmm. Really, really uh, good, unique mindset. Nasty. 
Um, you like probably a guard, 6'4", 3'10". Um, and then Prude that you mentioned from Pearland, right? Shadow Creek. You know, one, my connection with Shadow Creek is this, Harrison. I, I'd never played golf before and played a couple times or whatever, and I, was, I could get it off the team. We had our, like, offense-defense golfing outing. Okay. Right? It was me and – what was his name? He played – a guard from Texas A&M is Cam – Cameron Spikes. Okay. Right. Yeah, Cam Spikes. We played against each other, and so we were riding together. He had never played golf either, but I knew that you don't drive the golf cart close to the green. Yeah. I knew that. My ball was some, and we played at this Shadow Creek. I, that's why the Shadow Creek was like a course, right? And I remember this Pearland. So I was all somewhere looking for, you know, I had a wedge with me because I knew there were snakes, and I was trying to find my <laughs> ball, right? Um, Turn around and everybody's laughing. So it was me, Cam Spikes, um, Andre Johnson, and uh, oh, the other receiver. Man, he played at Florida, and we're they're all laughing, right? And I remember because Andre was it was so hot he had like a hat on but a towel. It's like, <laughs> well, Cam Spikes drove the golf cart up on the green, <laughs> so that's my connection with Shadow Creek. But I know they play good football down there in uh, Houston because you got another. Uh, Pyle, I think his, his name is there, that you get in some, another offense lineman. So I know what they're made of. And Flint, Katy, Texas, is a well-respected mm-hmm. national program. So you're getting a kid coming in as a tight end. Um, don't be surprised at, you know, with his build and obviously with his dad and his sister being as far as shot putters, that if he's not an inline blocking tight end, he could be kind of like a big 6'4", 265, time, short area quickness tight end. And uh, end up being an inline blocker, right? And mm-hmm. if he has a really good time at the training table, could end up being a guard, but that'll be years down the road. Um, but uh, as far as in-state recruiting, I think it, again, like we said, it's word of mouth, yeah. right? It's effort, um, it's FaceTime. You know, as far as being there, it's uh, you know, it comes to probably a lot of returning calls, um, and that's why I think the staff is probably well, the staff isn't bigger, but I. I think Matt Rule has a bigger staff as far as analysts and all that other stuff. I I haven't been close down there but i just what i've heard so there it takes a lot of effort right Mm -hmm. and that's what you need and that's what recruiting is and it's having conversations talking football with coaches and and a coach is a coach being on the same level these coaches are coming here in these coaches clinics wanting to learn from you and get to know you right and try to take some of the things that you do to their programs Mm -hmm. but they're also taking the initial um perception that they're getting from you and that's probably as important as the X's and O's. Because, look, a lot of coaches probably a little bit more too overconfident with their X's and O's. They really want the relationship, right? And if they have players, it might not be in 2023, 2024. But say Harrison, you know, has a growth spurt and you just have been throwing hate. Well, you might be a lineman that they could get. You might be a tight end. You might be like a Carter Nelson, right? And um, and we're him. We we, don't, we the crystal ball says it's coming to Nebraska. It's not official yet as far as commitment. Yeah, I think it's like eight percent Georgia right now. Yeah, and seventy some percent Nebraska, which is great. And and look, we were talking off of air. Will, will he be the highest rated eight man? If there's somebody else that made the NFL, they probably might be eventually. They were their end ranking was that mm-hmm. initially his ranking right now is probably the highest ranking yeah. eight man football. I think of all all time. Um, tremendous athlete. Um, a lot of potential. Um, uh, the, you know the adjustment will be from eight to eight to you know eleven man football, but I think with the way that he plays, the adjustment won't be that much because um, and now he just needs to get better. He just needs to come here and play. I mean, yeah. he's not. You're not going to go from. I mean, you know, don't think he's Rob Gronkowski finished product 
coming in as 18 or no. He could really take off and get out there when he gets on campus. He might even have one year of 11, yeah. man. I, I'm not sure. Ainsworth, they might have dropped down recently. I don't okay, have to double so check then, yeah, so He it's could not, have a year. Yeah, and I when you're he's going to do damage in between them hashes, man. Yeah, period. You know he, I mean? he'll, he'll, know, he'll know what he's doing. I think. Yeah, so you <laughs> still going against Jay Forbert. He like, <laughs> he's licking his chops, yeah. you know what I mean? So it's going to take a little bit of time, but I think it's a, you know, if you can get him, I think that that is definitely uh, a feather in your cap. Um, and then, the, you know, the the people that are in the recruiting department, you just got to keep going, you know, just, you know, that, uh, you know, be confident. Um not cocky and arrogant and just go about the business. Cause I think that, you know, getting these guys here, then the pressure falls on the coaches, right? Deliver them the, the, the mail and they got to read it and make it uh, to where, you know, to where it's uh, becomes a all time bestseller as far as, uh, you know, what these guys develop and get, you know, move into. And listen, let's be honest also as well, the whole recruiting class and the way that this transfer portal and kids are built, is if you get 25 guys, it's not going to be 25 at the end of the, the their tenure. Not everybody's going to work out, and not everybody's going to work out here. But the more chances that you get, the more um, recruits and talent that you get, it's going to work out for the University of Nebraska, and that's the most important. And so as far as in-state recruiting, I think they're doing a good job. What's the difference? Um, new coaching staff, probably a very, very um, detailed idea of what they're doing. Eye for talent and not afraid to pull the trigger and they understand we got to be early than late that's it and uh and also the uh what do you call it if you <laughs> return phone calls and texts i don't know that's just probably common sense yeah a lot of common sense yeah right um which a lot of times is the best sense i got some teenagers that don't have a lot of common sense yeah, so. common courtesy yeah common common courtesy is probably that and they're doing a good job of that and uh so that's a good uh segment as far as in uh, in state recruiting we'll come back with a short segment uh jay foreman inside the huddle we'll be right back